All right. Welcome, Mac Murdoch, to the very first episode of Dude, Where's My Flashlight? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, brother. Yeah, welcome. We're at the, uh, just so you guys know, out there listening, we are uh, broadcasting live from my van at the Pacific Northwest Meteor Jam 4 meetup. Uh, Mac, I guess my first question is, we're in Yeti country, dude. Have you seen any Yetis yet? Uh, Dude, we saw these huge... Uh, sculptures of these yetis down the, and it was like literally four o'clock in the morning it was pitch black and we were looking we were trying to figure out what it was and we saw these like we saw the yetis <laughs> we were like oh shit it's a yeti in the col- in a colony it was there was like three or four of them it's okay. down at the cougar station wow there's just yeah just these big like you know they're uh wooden sculptures are they gentle giants so all those beef jerky commercials they're not so true I think it's uh, Dude, every time I see Bigfoot, all I think is a goofy movie <laughs> sitting on top of the car. Well, I wanted to before we uh, get too far unraveled here. I just wanted to say to the audience that we're this this podcast uh, kind of came to me, and one of the things I really love about meetups uh, is just sitting around and getting to know other artists. And I, there hasn't really been a platform yet of getting a sneak peek behind the curtain of of how they tick what their creative process is, you know. Um, I think Instagram and Facebook is, is a great way to, to show our work and our, and our hard work, but it, it doesn't, it's kind of superficial. It left me feeling like I want, I want to know, I want to know more. And to be fully transparent, I, I, I'm kind of an introvert when it comes to this. I have a hard time like reaching out to other artists. And so this is kind of a good social experiment for me. And I hope other artists that are maybe feeling the same way to, to, break down those walls and actually have us come together uh, a little bit more, uh, talk openly, share secrets. Um, not uh, necessarily. This yeah. It's a great idea. Thank you, know, you dude. It kind of brings everybody close together. It kind of helps open up everyone's mind to everyone else. So yeah. Job. Yeah. And you know, uh, as the followers grow, I think, uh, I think they want to know more about you. And, and the reason why I asked you on here is, well, there's the list is so long. One of them is just being, completely silly i love i love your silliness i love your i love i love the <laughs> attitude i think i think being silly in, in in everything in life just makes it more fun and i can really see that in your work i can really see um the fact that you um really are unique in your style and, and you stay yeah. true to that and and can you uh i guess maybe that should be our first question can you elaborate a little bit more on just staying true to yourself and can you give uh the audience any kind of um advice on on how that's worked for you yeah man i mean so if it kind of first starts off with you we all have our inspirations we all have our people that we look up to and 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 kind of every time you see their picture you're like wow and stuff yeah and so it's easy to kind of go along the route of copying their stuff and 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 just adapting all their their tips and tricks and all these things which is great you know you should you should learn from the people you you are inspired by but you also have to just remember it's it's about it's your art yeah you know you have to just kind of follow what's on your mind and and paint the thing that you want to paint you know the yeah you've got you've got people like uh chris bauer where it's like you know his thing is the yeti yes you know if i were to copy the yeti i feel like i'm just being chris bauer yeah so um, so you kind of have to, you have to have your own style. You have to just do what's in your head and come up with these new interesting thoughts and, and, and creations and, and 
because everyone's got their own imagination. Yeah. What, I'm sure whatever's going on in, in your head right now is totally different from anyone else. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, I can guarantee you. I think that's that. the thing about <laughs> – yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is why I love this community yeah. because we all are different, and I absolutely embrace that. I love it. Yeah, and so it, it, that's that's the thing about light painting too is you, you have these imaginations in your head and, and the whole – literally to get that image out of your head and put it onto a camera using just a bunch of lights and tools and, and yeah. methods and techniques that you need, you know? Yeah. I, I think one of the most, my most favorite thing about light painting is just literally uh, the challenge it poses, right? Like yeah. thinking of an idea and then, and then reverse engineering it. Yeah, right? How I think, do you get that? How do we get there? Right. And then what do we need? What kind of tools do we need? Um, you know, this could this could go down all kinds of different roads. That's um, a good road. Yeah, it's a great road. Uh, <laughs> and I guess uh, not just be you know I do apologize to the audience because as the first podcast I promise you guys this will get better. <laughs> this <laughs> hey, will man, get I this just... will get better. Everyone remembers their first light painting, which actually is a great segue. Do you remember yeah. your first light painting? Do you ever did? Oh yeah. Tell me about it. Like what was what was it? How did you do it? All right, so I uh, I'll take you back a little bit further. So I yes, got, please. Okay, uh, so I got my very first camera well okay i got my very first camera and in uh, october 15th about four years ago and uh i literally the first picture i ever did was i went to the top of the mountain where i live in the hollywood hills and i literally just had like a little led keychain yes and i was like i gotta do this and so my very first picture that i ever took was a light painting where i literally stood up i lit myself and then i passed the the little light between my legs uh-huh. around my thing so it just looked like there was this light kind of hugging me almost cool yeah and and it was my profile picture for the longest time i was so proud of it it yes. was great and you know so i love it yeah i still love it to this day were you always precocious did you always have this like uh in fascination with with knowledge because i think one of the things that we can draw from you is that you're just you're just your thirst for knowledge is never quenched. Yeah, and you, when you ask the daily question in your in your feed, um, which is at Matt Murdoch, by the way, if you guys want to follow him, give him a like, give him some love. Um, I, I love the fact that it's not only engaging, which is the whole point of this podcast, is to actually engage other people and, and start us having these conversations. But you do that to to your followers, and I think that's a huge benefit to them. Um, what kind of answers like do you get really good response with this like are some questions a little bit more than others i don't i don't always respond to them but i literally read every single one of them yeah and there's some there i ask some of the craziest questions like something that isn't even all that crazy like hey like uh what are some things that you're into that not a lot of people are into and stuff and I, i remember like somebody wrote uh caterpillars and 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 he starts and it wasn't just that he wrote caterpillars it was that he literally went off on this huge tangent about caterpillars yeah. and i found it fascinating because i never thought twice about caterpillars i was like okay they're cool whatever but he was going into like how males have like certain kinds of like dots on them and then the females are like that and like he was, it was he was going cool. off yeah and so i kind of the cool thing is, is by asking those questions you kind of learn not about your not just about your fan base which i think is great yeah but also you know about things in life that you just didn't know fun you know? facts Right? Yeah, and yeah. I, lo- I love fun facts, man. Like, there's a there's a YouTube channel called Smarter Every Day. Okay. And he literally teaches you something super cool every day, and I'm I'm like I'm watching it. Yeah. Like, I'm watching I'll start it as well. Thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one of the things I saw one of your uh, stories, and you were like, 
knowledge is power and i want to learn something new every day and i'm i'm that much more stronger the next day because of it exactly. and i think that's a huge lesson for all of us i think if we can continue to learn you know we continue to get better we, we have personal growth every day um that's that's an amazing gym that uh, i really i really appreciate about that and it allows you to start so many more conversations and enter into other conversations and have things to talk about and you know just kind of know how the world works there's a scene in the matrix uh, where the matrix yeah it's such, <laughs> a great, such a great movie but uh there's a scene where they go down into the the kind of underground bunker kind of area and there's a bunch of machines and he's talking to neo and he says you know that most people up above just know what this tool does but nobody knows how it works yeah this is not an invasion of mosquitoes. We are actually here in drone uh, flying 101. There's five Mavic Pro 2s here. We're all trying to light paint with drones, at least learn how to fly them so we don't crash our $1,900 investment. Oh, so excuse the yeah. uh, the audio if you guys are out there listening and hearing They're mosquitoes. It's not mosquitoes out here, I promise. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were just, he was basically saying that you know people use these machines, but nobody knows how they work or... Or what to do? How do you fix them if they go down? You know. Yeah. So, uh, I wanted to ask you, and I, I feel like some of these questions. I hope on, on as this podcast grows, and I hope people leave comments and feedback. And if they want to ask a specific guest a specific question, feel free by all means. Uh, you know, DM me at Ethereal Light Art. I guess I should have said that in the beginning. I'm introducing <laughs> myself already ten minutes into this. Uh, I am uh, Aaron Colmer at Ethereal Light Art. Is my artist name, and. Uh, I guess my, my question to you is, was there, was there a specific time where have you always like looked at the stars and have you always imagined what life was up there? And then now you're capturing not only astrophotography, but you've gone beyond this. Like you've gone up to the infinity and beyond and pushed into deep space, which is a highly, highly, highly technical uh, photographic mm -hmm. uh, and it's super complicated, yeah. which I love the fact that not only are you mastering light painting, now you're mastering astrophotography. Um, it's 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 an amazing feat in itself. Was there a tipping point where you're just like, I've got to do this? Like I love these I love these little twinkly things up there so much that I want to know more about them. Like oh yeah, tell me about that. So I I I used to go camping a lot as a kid. Uh, it, yeah. My my dad, uh, his name's Jack. He he passed away not too me long too. ago. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. nice oh, yeah dude. And uh, so from when I was just a little, little, little kid, we were going on backpacking trips, camping trips, just him and I. And uh, we used to just stare at the stars all night. Yeah. And when you're a kid, you don't you don't think about things. You don't see, you know, that's the Milky Way. You don't see, like, there's that galaxy or this galaxy. You literally just, it's just vast. It's infinite. And you don't think it actually goes further than the Earth. Mm. And then... Um, and then as you grow up and whatever, you, I got a camera and I was, and all of a sudden, maybe a year into photography, did I realize that you can take a picture of the Milky Way just with a normal DSLR? And I, so I went out that night that I figured that out and I tried to take pictures and it absolutely turned out terrible. Uh. I was missing the Milky Way. I could, didn't know what it was. It was this whole thing. I didn't know about light pollution. It was just, it was a mess. Yeah. And then I did more research and I just kept going out kept going out and kept getting better pictures and the more pictures that i got the more i wanted to learn about what more is out there like what what are all these nebulas and galaxies out there what are they made of uh how big are they you know andromeda is, is bigger than we are and, and um it's the closest galaxy to us now what what 
what could be there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, I don't want to say that there's like aliens or stuff like that, but I'm also not going to say that it's not true. Like, yeah. I, I'm a kind of guy that believes it when I see it. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I think it's pretty naive to think that it doesn't exist. Well, let me tell you, I'm going on record here. So if anyone encounters, uh, alien life form and uh please send them my way because i'm dying to meet them yeah uh, and if you everyone wants to tag out and tag me in uh if you ever get in a situation any of my listeners out there uh please uh just tell them uh, my <laughs> coordinates are around portland oregon i'm sure they have technology to find me if they want, <laughs> if they want to i was from no doubt about that um yeah that's that's it's, awesome so yeah it's it's so there's so much out there dude like Okay, so let me tell you a little something about what 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 it kind of means, whenever, whenever I look up at the stars and stuff and, and, and take pictures. Because normally to take pictures of deep space stuff, you kind of set everything up, you get it running, and then after that you have four or five hours of just staring at the stars and thinking of things. And I think everybody gets so caught up in their day to day. You know, they go to work, they go home, they got you know a wife and all these like personal responsibility that they have to take care of and a lot of it can be stressful a lot of it could be relaxing you know there's it's but overall it's it's the city it's that stressful city life yeah you know and uh when you kind of look at the stars you kind of realize how small we mm -hmm. are we've got all these issues and problems in our heads and complications and equations and and, and choices to make in our day-to-day, -day. but then when you look at the stars, you realize that there's a huge universe, and in that universe, there's, you know, a bunch of galaxies, and in that galaxy, there's a bunch of solar systems, and in that solar system, there's a bunch of planets, and then on, on each planet, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's us, there's a country, and then there's a country, there's a city, and then the city, there's us, and it just keeps getting smaller and smaller until you realize how small we really are yeah. in the universe, and yet, our issues and our problems can be as big as the universe yeah. itself. And so it kind of helps put things back into perspective and realize that, you know what, things aren't that serious. Yeah. Like, what we go through in our day-to-day -day issues really isn't that big of a deal. You know, you kind yeah. of just take them as they go. You always have to be proactive about the things that you do in life. But there's a huge universe out there with way bigger things going on, explosions, black holes, you, you name it. Yeah, and, and and you know people getting the galaxies getting sucked into like little black holes, or big ones. Yeah, <laughs> or big ones. <laughs> didn't they just didn't they just reapprove the theory of relativity for Einstein? Didn't they say that the gravitational pull in a black hole is the same as outside of a black hole? Because as you would think that the forces would grow. Now contradict. I'm, I'm just speaking, maybe some, with some naivety, uh, just enough to be dangerous. A bigger black hole would have a greater amount of force because it's larger, right? And so it has more pull. But they're finding that it's still the same theory of relativity as a smaller one. As a smaller one. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So, so there's a there's a kind of a ring around uh, I'm forgetting the name of it right now around a black hole, which is pretty much like the the point of no return. If you're if you're right outside of that, then you're probably like even light can bend around. Okay. That, which is how we got our picture of the black hole. It was literally yes. what you're not seeing the actual black hole. You were seeing the shadow of it from that light that was bending around the black hole and shooting back to us. Um, but, uh, you know, it's 
think every every black hole kind of has that distinct. It's just it's just how how much space does it take up? How much gravity can you pull in and how many? Yeah. Um, that was a pretty cool discovery for sure. Yeah. 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 When I when I well, actually I learned that through Facebook, which admittedly since I don't really like to Facebook too much, it does actually once in a while have some good content. Yeah. And and I really hope that this podcast and maybe some of my personal choice of light painting is to is is my why 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 am i light painting and how can we as a community um build something uh that's impactful for the greater good of the earth for for human existence yeah um you know i feel like uh for me i want to i want to explore more on the creative process and creativity in general um and i see all this creativity come out of you uh one question i have as as you live such a busy life, you, you work, you walk, you, you scare people for a living. You walk on stilts. <laughs> you're astrophotographer, a light painter, um, musician. You got the guitars. Uh, you play music. I mean, actually, yeah. I didn't even talk. I didn't even think about talking about the music. <laughs> Let's talk about the music real quick. Sure. Uh, two things. Number one, I'm always going to ask a guest what uh, what's what song is you, are you going to add to the master light painting playlist? Because I'm going to put one together. Okay. And so, I, so think about that. We can answer at the end of the podcast. Okay. So think about yeah, think about I'll... the one song that you might want to add to the master list. Deal. And two, as a guitarist, um, do you compose your own music? How long have you been playing? Let's talk about more music now, Mac. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I I grew up. I got my first guitar when I was twelve. Uh, played for a long. Like I've I've been playing ever since. Joined a few bands. Played here and there. Nothing big. Like it was just kind of kind of bands and uh and then i went and then i realized i wanted to be a musician that yeah. was my first kind of like yeah thing. first real one like originally i wanted to be some sort of uh space pirate jedi thing uh, okay and i understand then, that yeah and then, <laughs> <laughs> i get that one and, and then it went into being a musician which was a little more obtainable and yep. uh and so I, I i went to school for for music for um went to first Valley College and then Northridge State and uh, I studied uh, classical music composition. I wanted to do film scoring. I got my bachelor's. It was great. And then as soon as I got my bachelor's, I kind of quit. <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah. I still play, I still play music all the time, but as far as like film scoring and stuff like that, I think school just burnt me out. Mostly. Yep. You know, it was, I was trying to get a job at, at uh, Zimmer's place, mm -hmm. um, kind of being like some sort of, uh, background guy for Hans Zimmer and uh that kind of uh I almost got in you know I, yeah. I was in for a very short amount of time and then something happened and that didn't work out yeah and then uh I just I just kind of gave up that and went to other things so cool. but I still play all the time it's still kind of brings relaxation into my life yeah I don't really play other people's songs anymore it's more just mingling yeah. having fun yeah but, and do you also freestyle lyrics over the top of this sometimes? Are you I, a lyricist? I am the world's worst lyricist. Okay, yeah. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> Couldn't do it to save my life. But I still do it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like to. I've actually been playing guitar a little bit myself. I'm not I'm not very good. I started in college, which was, you know, 20-some years ago. Uh, I'm dating myself now on, on the air. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I pick it up sporadically. But it was actually the first real creative expression that i that i became 
um, that I that came to know. And I learned a few chords, right? This is like Jimmy Buffett, you know, and some like, yeah. and then I got into like Jack Johnson and Dave Matthews, which are oh, yeah. big idols of mine and big, big inspirations on, awesome. on numerous levels, uh, just of creativity. If you want to talk pure creativity, mm-hmm. uh, Dave Matthews is one of the most creative people. And I hope uh, that on episode, let's say 100 or 200, that I can actually have him sit here in the van or somewhere else and have a, a nice creative conversation with him. But um, anyway, so I, and then I got into uh, I got into making top hats. So I guess this is a good uh, thing yeah. for us to get to know each other. Yeah. So I started my creative outlet through Burning Man. This would be my tenth burn, and uh, I started building top hats. And so wow. I'm a hatter. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and it usually corresponded with the theme of the year because they all have a different theme of the year. Um, going back, and I think. Everyone has this as a, as a creative artist in their life. Do you remember uh, the one time, uh, or maybe actually this didn't happen to you. Maybe it did. Do you, do you ever have somebody young or old look at you and be like, you want to be an artist? Because, you know, is there that one time where it's like you're, you're, you're growing, you're sprouting, you're coming out of the earth, right? And you've got, you feel the sunlight and you're like, oh, this feels so good. And then somebody comes around and is like, you want to do what you're going to give up high pressure sales to go be a to go travel and be an artist <laughs> you know and so I, i've had that do you have a similar like experience you know my 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 i hope my dad doesn't hear this but <laughs> he might not my my dad uh, i felt like didn't uh he, he wanted he always wanted me to be more of a professional kind mm-hmm. of like an architect like him yeah. or or you know some kind of lawyer or doctor or something like that something bigger more whatever than than an artist um i think he eventually came around and, and you know like career or like at least he stopped caring i don't know it was one or the other yeah. but he was one of those where like i wanted to be a musician i want to start going up and he was kind of pushing me in a different way so cool that was the thing yeah it wasn't rough or anything no it was, that was just at what it was well and i think i think as light painters i think as artists in general and just humans it's just use the use some of this uh i wouldn't say negative energy but just use it as fuel use it as fuel right keep, it's keep like it. it's like this martial it's it's old martial arts it's like harness that energy and then you know use it cradle it and then send it right back out with even stronger force yeah. you know and i think that's the resilience that you know we've come to love and i think that's what makes that's what makes some people from good to great you know it's just that determination it's just that resolve um, there was a few astrophotographers when I was getting into it that was literally trying to don't do it, don't do it, ah. Mac. Trust me, I've done it. It's there. It you will eat up your entire wallet. Don't even bother. Like it takes a lot of time. Stay away. Yeah, and here you are. And then I I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Yes. And then I don't I don't really talk to those people anymore just because like it was just negative. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And even when I even when I decided to get into it, like they were just not. So I don't know. I, I I keep those kind of people away sure. and keep the the more positive people yeah. up, up front. You know. Yes. That's why I'm friends with all you guys. Yeah, man. I love um, it. I love it. I got a I got a fun fact to, to tell do. you about yeah. about our last like little bit. Okay. Fun fact. Uh, it was Dave Matthews that got me to buy my first guitar. Uh, was it a? Oh gosh, I'm, I'm gonna butcher this. Was it a Taylor 911? I think that's what he played back in the day. Actually, it was an Ovation. Ah. Got an ovation, but um, ovation, huh? yeah. So uh, I ended up 
I went to a party once, and someone played uh, Dave Matthews' version of All Along the Watchtower. Ah, yes. And I was like, that's what all that is. It's a classic. That's what it is. And actually, it's actually it's, a Dylan. It, oh, Dylan, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Excuse me, uh, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, Bob. <laughs> no, but, but Hendrix made it famous. Like, yes. Uh, yes. Actually, yes. like Hendrix was versus the best, but... Um, and are you agreeing with me that it's an A minor G? No, no, no. It starts with... Uh, tell me this. It starts with A, G, and then goes down to F? A minor G, F. Yeah. A minor G, F, yeah. And it kind of just does that throughout the entire song. Yes, yeah. yes. At different tempos. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dave is scatting over the top of it sometimes, doing his silly, crazy thing, being unique and awesome as he is. Yeah, you know? I, I love his version so much. Yeah, after that, I was like, yep, I'm going to buy a guitar. going to do this. And that was the first song I ever learned. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so anyway, we're getting back on track. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to do, I do want to talk to you about, and I think uh, as the light painting community tries to wrap their hands and head around, you know, uh, now that we have some skill in our belts and now we're doing it, how do we make a living from this? And I think one of the most uh, phenomenal and absolutely um, amazing things was the Gillette uh, commercial that you just got done finishing. So. Walk, cool. walk me through how they found you. Um, I, I think that I think this is an amazing feat. I think I think we're all trying to get more uh, commercial work. So so awesome yeah. on this. Thank I, you, man. A that huge was... up, uh, pat on the back for this. I, I'm so proud of you. Was, um, thank you. Man. Yeah, it really does mean a lot. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Tell me more. Tell me more how they find you. Um, you did an amazing job. I saw the final outfit. I thought everything looked great. Um, yeah. I, that one turned out a little better than I thought for the short amount of time that I had. That's it. So they uh, they reached out to me on Instagram. Okay. Basically saying, hey, we like your work, all these things. What's your email? So they gave gave my link my email, and uh, which now my email is posted on my actual thing. So cool. People don't, you just straight you up get email it. me. You get it. Yeah. And, uh, and so they were like, hey, we want you to test out this new whatever state-of-the-art razor. It's, it's a heated razor. And... Um, so they, I was like, first I was a little skeptical because yeah. the contract was a little weird. I'm not gonna get into that. But you a daily shaver because it looks like me. It looks like we have yeah. some, we have some like three was, day growth here. That was the thing. I was like, <laughs> why are you asking me to do this? I, I have a beard. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I originally was skeptical, and then I asked a few questions, and they kind of like, I was like, okay, and I signed a contract, got it all done. They sent me this razor, and. Uh, the razor took a little longer to get there than normal, and so my due date was literally about 18, 18 hours after I got it, and I had worked that day. It was That's this scary. whole thing. So by the time I got home, to the time I had to actually submit this picture to them, I had about two hours. Yeah, yeah. So I immediately got a bunch of things just laying around over the house, um, got this like reflective plastic, put that down, put the shaver on top of it, and... Then I grabbed some L wire. So okay, to give give you guys a little better concept of this was, um, it's a it's a razor that heats up. You push yeah. a button and you can choose the different temperatures. It's actually really cool. It's a little too expensive for my personal taste, <laughs> but um, it's a really cool razor. If you shave every day, I kind of recommend it. But yeah. um, the uh, so because it's heated, I was like, okay, how do you make it look like it's like it's hot, like it's on fire, like there's some sort of flame going around. I wasn't gonna actually gonna use real fire. Uh, I thought about it at first, and then I was like, "Yeah." So I used L wire. So I took a little piece of L wire and kind of made like a swoosh around it, and it looks like that's the cool thing about L wire is that you know you can make 
to look like the smoke or it looks bunch like of different flames. Things. Yeah, it, it's got, and and every time you use it, it's different because it's one of those tools that you can't use so specifically. Yeah, like, you know, you have to get sloppy about what. Yeah. So um yeah, so I made like a little slash around and it looked kind of fiery. I put some uh, I put some string lights in the background to okay. give it some like cool little bokeh blue yeah, effect. I love that. Yeah. Like. It was a pretty cool, like, little project, and I think it turned out pretty well for two hours. I did too. I turned, it turned out it, great. Yeah, I turned it in, and they they emailed me like four times, like, "Dude, we kept looking back at it. Like, it was such an awesome thing." Love I don't it. think they've used it yet. I hope they will. Yeah, yeah, um, me too. But we'll keep an eye out for that. Yeah. So I love it. I love was, it. But to answer your question, yeah, is uh, I a lot of people don't like Instagram, and honestly, it's not turning out in the best of ways, but. It's still a great way to get your stuff out and, mm-hmm. and, and to have people look at your work and to build kind of a, a little – build yourself a little reputation, I guess, yeah. almost. Sure. It's like your own online portfolio, and people do reach out to you. Yeah. You know, I, I hate the fact that it's kind of a follower thing these days. Mm. You know, I wish I could hide that number to be real with you. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, at the same time, I think it's because of the number maybe that people reach out to me. Yeah. People did when I had, you know, yeah. a small Less. amount. And so, you know, it brought me some work. And But for anyone out there, like, I highly suggest, honestly, just go out, just paint, just be yourself, you know, post your work up, love your work. Uh, don't ignore your fan base because even with 100 followers and stuff, you're still going to have people that love your work and want to want to check you out. Absolutely. You know, and they're, they're going to be the ones to follow you way so and then after that people will come yeah i think honestly it's the people that really focus too much on the followers and the, mm. and the the reaching out i mean you should you should you know it's not bad to reach out to companies and be like hey i want to do this job for you in fact i recommend that yeah but um you know it's great to be proactive but i think what really sells you as a photographer, especially if you want to be in the products or make money from it in general, is literally just to be yourself and yeah. come up with your own little catalog of, of work. Because then people are going to hire you for your catalog of work. They're yeah. not going to hire you from the email that you're going to send. They're not going to hire you from how well you kind of manage your Instagram. They're going to they're going to hire you because you've put out good work. Yeah. So just keep improving, keep doing yourself. Yeah, hone your craft. I think that was one of the things that really stood out to me on one of your stories was like, you know, I just hone my craft. I work, I bleed, I don't sleep. I I, I freeze on top of cliffs. Um, You know, (laughs) we've all done it as light painters, right? Like we we do a lot. And and what's funny is that we put out our best work, right? We post the best picture. It's like I I saw this article and I – excuse me for whoever wrote this. I'll I'll find – I'll dig it up, but I don't know off the top of my head. But it it went along the lines – the premise of the article was, you know – Instagram only posts the best picture usually of the night. Now I'm getting personally into like saying, okay, in this location where I set the tripod down, I could get three or four postable photos and I just want to post them all because I'm tired of like not posting my stuff. And so it's like, I'll just post all four in the same location uh, or even actually at the same full events, you know, you know, because it's like, cool. And I might go two or three days. I used to think about, I got to post every day. I got to, I got to post I got to have a post every day, which actually is really good practice for a beginning light painter to to really push yourself in that direction. But it might be a little too much. I don't know. If you're playing the Instagram game, it's important. It is. Post regularly, same time, same time, every day. Yeah. But you know, it's like, it's funny because 
I, I think one of the most important things is, is dude, staying true to yourself. And I, and I think that's really going to push this community. I think we touched a little bit about this as far as, you know, being inspired by those who inspire you, uh, but do it with a twist. Like, you know, if, yeah. you, if, if you do a cool tube spin, great. You do a tube spin, but then, you know, what's what are you going to add on top of this? Or what exactly. else can you add to it? Can you do a new shape? Make it your own. Make it your own. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think the followers will come. And I think when you start to... One of the biggest things uh, I, I try to adhere to, and, and I'm guilty of this because I think as Instagram is our number one thing, we, we get a little bit, uh, you know, too caught up in the, in the hearts and, and the followers and what those numbers yep. numerically really mean. You can't care about but it. But you can't care. And, and, and the, they will come as long as you keep being unique, as long as you keep pushing uh, light painting into new arenas, like you throw a new technique or tip into the, into the ring where other people can learn. I think that's really where you gain momentum uh, is when you start giving back uh, to the community. And I honestly couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Like that's that's so true. It's 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 what you put out. That's why people are gonna follow you. Yeah. Don't go out begging for following people. I know. I know. I know. I know. That grinds my gears. I know. It does. Like, dude, follow me. It's like, dude, like, uh, if, if your stuff is good, I'll follow you. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. You know, I I follow a lot of people. Yes, and it's literally because a lot of people put out good work. Yeah, I'm not gonna be one of those people that literally follow a hundred people and that's it. Yeah, like yeah, I'm I'm gonna follow people that put out good work. Yeah, because it's inspiring. Because I want to see yeah. that come up on my feed. And yeah. honestly, it's like most of them have like under a hundred followers. Wow, because they don't care. Yeah, yeah, because they don't care. They're yeah. still gonna they're still gonna create. Yeah, they're still gonna make art. They're still gonna like. They're not doing it for, you know, they've been doing it for a while. Yeah. They still have a hundred followers. Yeah. And it, it like, I mean, they're, they're going to grow. I know these people. Like, yeah. They, I believe in all of them. And, and I, you know, those, those are the people I admire. Yeah. You know, the people that just keep going out and doing it. Yeah. I, I want to, uh, I don't know how long these things, these episodes are going to last, but we're, we have eclipsed uh, 33 minutes. I'd like to ask you two more questions. You go as far as you want. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. So let's, let's, let's think fast forward five years. Okay. Where's Mac Murdoch in a photography aspect? And and a second half of this question is how can us as a community help you get there? And and where where do you want to be? What kind of photography you want to be doing? And is there anything that we can do to help you? Um that's a tough question because I'm not much I'm not one to really ask for help. <laughs> uh, me either. Yeah, <laughs> Which is so vulnerable that you have to be like, Oh, I've got to uh, I've got to I've got to reach out. I I'm, want people to reach out. I want to know. Is it just, just could could it be could it be just me reaching out to you every like couple of months and just being like, or hopefully more than that, but like you know, just being like, hey Mac, how are you doing on this project? Or do you have any bigger projects? Is there is there a nebula out there that you haven't hit yet that's on your list? Or is there okay? Yeah, so but, yeah. So like okay, so I in in five years from now, I'd like to be making like a full time living doing photography cool and like i've always been okay with people taking things like light painting or or pastor photography or whatever it is and making it a job like yep. making money from it yep. like i'm a, i'm totally okay with it as long as it's not like hurtful to the community or anything like that or you know and there's always going to be haters no matter what you do uh, there's yeah. always going to be haters luckily enough i haven't really don't found, listen to them yeah <laughs> as, i haven't really encountered them yet yeah that's not but <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty uh political not political. I'm pretty um 
controversial. Yeah. On, on well, mine. again, this is why you're on the show, and uh, I love this about you. Uh, no one's but, no one defies definition like Mac Murdoch, yeah. which is awesome. <laughs> so I'd like to I, I would like to start making tutorials. Cool. Uh, I want to start teaching. So part of the reason why I, okay, so I make I make the art for myself. I I I I build. I have the imagination. I want to be able to put it. I want to make these these images. I want to. I go out for myself and my yeah. and my love for the challenge of it. And if there was no social media that ever existed, I'd still go out every fucking yep. day and do it. Yep. Sorry, should I not be cursing? No, it's okay. It's okay. I think this is a PG thirteen. If not, uh, no. You know what? Okay. We should absolutely be ourselves. Okay. That's exactly why we're here. <laughs> That's exactly why we do what we do. Okay. This is a this. You're in the nest. You're in the you're in the trust tree. You can say whatever you want, man. Yeah, I I love that one too. But <laughs> that's okay. Um, so yeah, I I do it for myself. But I post it up. The reason I post it is for other people. Yeah, I post it to hopefully inspire others. Thank you. Inspire me. Oh, thanks. Man. Yeah, man. I really need you a lot. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, but I post it up to inspire other people. That's why I always include my settings in there. I yeah, try and, me too. I try and include how I did it in the tools that I made, so that someone else could like buy the tools and then go out and do it themselves or like and i'm totally fine if people replicate my work mm -hmm. like because then it means that they actually went out and they did it and learned yeah and they learned Don't the new thing yeah exactly yeah. i mean if they were to 100 percent replicate it that's yeah. that's still fine i yeah. just would hope that they would say yeah. inspired by mac or whatever like, i do that with people um but it's also not necessary like yeah i i just appreciate that they were inspired by stuff. They yeah. went out. They did it themselves, and now hopefully that they have a new love for light painting. Yes. But so in five years from now, I hope to have inspired a lot of other people. I hope to to help build the community even more and bring more people on and and teach people how to do a lot of other really cool stuff. Not from just what I'm doing now, where I literally just post a picture with the settings and the yeah. gear and stuff like. But actually, making tutorials on how to do it like. Step by step, and I was thinking of of actually doing like a little master class where I literally mm -hmm. have ten, twenty different techniques that kind of everyone kind of knows, but except for the people that have never done light painting before, right? And then make full on tutorials each one, yeah. And then put them all together, and I don't know, maybe sell them or something. Cool. I mean, um, and uh, so I'd like to come up with tutorials. I lo I, I love selling prints. Prints yeah. are great. You know, if anyone ever wants a print, you just reach out to me. Okay. I, I, I'd like to think I'm a lot cheaper than most people. <laughs> um, but uh, I just kind of want to do this. I don't want to work a normal nine to five job anymore. You know, I work at, uh, at Universal Studios right now as a production assistant. Um, I work for an astronomy company doing social media work. And then I, I just quit my job as a skydive. Skydiver, it's um, what? over at iFly. I was there for two yeah. and a half years. Indoor. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So, um, just because time was crazy, I do stilt walking. I do all these things, and I'd like to not do those things anymore and literally just go out camping and take pictures and like make this like my full time thing. Make camping and adventuring a full time oh, job. Connecting with nature. Yeah. Nothing better. Travel the world. Guys. Yeah. You know, I, I go on, I try and save up to go on trips every year there's i'm on for those who don't know right now i'm on a two and a half week camping trip i probably smell really bad <laughs> we all do <laughs> but, but uh 
Nah, I took a shower in the creek the other day. Nice. But um, yeah. So I, I'd like to do this all the time. Yeah. I could live. I could live in the in the wilderness for for a month and a half at a time, yeah. and then come back for a few yeah. weeks and I'd be yeah. Yeah. I could do that easily. Yeah. It's really, really, really cool. It's so good for the soul. Uh, I guess my final question is: Let's go another five years. So now we're ten years out, okay. and and admittedly, uh, I have this big dream to open up a Hogwarts, if you will, for light painters. Oh wow! And okay, it's some sort of school, if you will, for young Padawans to come in and do some basic light painting. We have all the gear for them. That'd be legit. And I want to bring you back as a professor and then tell okay. me what class you're going to uh, specialize in. So like, Ooh. so like, are you going to be like, te- like, tell me, are you going to be in the observatory? Because we're going to have an observatory. So do you okay. want to be there? Like, it's, it's up to you. You have your pick of the litter. Tell me what class you're going to teach these young Padawans, Ooh, and and why, and, and you know, tell me more about be it. Good. Yeah. Is it just for light painting though? Well, it could be all for, for all creativity. So uh, this this whole podcast is about creativity, your creative process. Give us give us something that these young Padawans would would be showing up to school for. Why are they paying their tuition to come to light paint Hogwarts for light painters? Okay. Yeah. Ooh. I feel like I'd want to do like an all around kind of thing. You know, you kind of you, you teach. Here's the thing: is uh, I would want to I I would want to teach people what the tech what the textures of all these tools do and different oh, settings and stuff. I love it. Without actually giving them a specific thing to draw. Because mm. I think that's a that's a thing that people get in their heads these days is people will see uh, you know, the light writers from from light painting brushes yeah. or, or you know, something and they'll they'll build a light hand. Yeah. But then they'll start always building a light hand and they don't equip the other tool they don't know what the tools will do besides that. You know, that's all that they know. And um and I think that's a huge part of light painting that I I want to teach kids that just keep coming that that are starting now is tools aren't just meant for one thing. It's a texture that yeah. you literally could use on anything, you know. And that's part of being creative is finding all the different textures and everything. So I'd want to teach kids all the textures that these things do and have them build something on their own. Cool. I want them to like write down on a piece of paper, like or or draw out even idea like in their head that they really want to make happen and then label the things on their paper of how to achieve that using these tools and stuff so they're not just using the tools for what they're meant i don't want to say what they're meant for because that's exactly what i'm trying not to say yes think opposite exactly if it's meant for this do the exact opposite think outside the box yes you know don't, don't 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 get stuck in the you know that was the thing in music too when i was studying music is they they my first three years of, of music theory is they taught you all the rules. Uh, and then the last year, they taught you to break all the rules. Yeah. Like, it was, it was, they didn't want you to get stuck into after, after four comes five. You know, it's like, this is, four go, go wherever you Nine want. Nine and three quarters. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you like Harry Potter? <laughs> Nine and three quarters. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that would be something. I, I would, I love drawing orbs. Cool. That's that's a fun thing, but but not like normal ones. Not like the normal spinning ones. I feel like those are kind of overdone for me. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think they could still look beautiful. There's some people that pull it off. Yeah, those are great. Um, I'm I'm a very there's there's a guy named Tom Hill that I that I really kind of look after when it comes to to orbs. He's kind of the guy that inspired me to do so, but because everyone looks different, like. There's there's kind of like a little method, but you can break that method in so many different ways to like make an orb and it looks 
awesome every time. And it's just, it's got so many different ways and variations of building in it. Yeah. So I think that's why I like those, because they're different. Yeah. Cool. So I think that's what I'd want to teach. I love it. I love it. Well, you're always welcome at Hogwarts. And uh, thank you, Mac. Thank you, Mac, for spending some little time with me. Thanks for for sharing with uh, the audience here a little bit more about you. I'm, I'm so glad we did this. I'm so glad we got the first episode out of the way. Yeah, dude, uh, this has been fun. Thank it, you for, for I, having me, man. I this hope is... to have you back soon. Uh, congrats on all of the success you've had so far, and I cannot wait to see what
Tim Reynolds on the guitar. Tim, you're going.